Hey, I'm Andy. I'm Andy. And you're listening to the HMO Podcast. Over 10 years ago, I set myself the challenge of building my own property portfolio. And what began as a short-term investment plan soon became a long-term commitment to change the way young people live together. I've now built several successful businesses. I've raised millions of pounds of investment and I've managed thousands of tenants. Join me and some very special guests to discover the tips, tricks and hacks, the ups and the downs, the best practice and everything else you need to know to start, scale and systemize your very own HMO portfolio. Now. Do below market value HMOs still exist? Well, that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode of the HMO podcast. And heads up, I don't know whether this is going to be a helpful episode or whether this is just going to be a ramp born out of my own frustrations in the current market. But stick with me and I guess we'll find out together. Hey guys, it's Andy here. We're going to be getting back to the podcast in just a moment. But before we do, I want to tell you very quickly about the HMO Roadmap. Now, if you're serious about replacing your income, or perhaps you've already got a HMO portfolio that you want to scale up, then the HMO Roadmap really is your one-stop shop. Inside the Roadmap, you'll find a full 60-lesson course delivered by me, teaching you how to find more deals, how to fund more deals and raise private finance, how to refurbish great properties, how to fill them with great tenants that stay for longer, and how to manage your properties and tenants for the future. We've also got guest workshops added every single month. We've got new videos added every single week about all sorts of topics. We've got downloadable resources, cheat sheets, and swipe files to help you. We've got case studies from guests and community members who are doing incredible projects that you can learn from. And we've also built an application just for you that allows you to appraise and evaluate your deals, stack them side by side, and track the key metrics that are most important to you. To find out more, head to the hmoroadmap.co.uk now and come and join our incredible community of HMO property investors. So this is one of the things that I hear and see a lot. I get a lot of questions thrown at me about BMV deals and how to find them. It's a question I see get knocked around the HMO community quite a bit. What tips can anyone share to help me find BMV HMO deals? And it's a really tough one because so often we want to advise people, we want to tell and share solutions to finding BMV deals. And while there are lots of great ways to find those deals, there's no doubt that it's become increasingly difficult, if not potentially almost impossible in the current market to find BMV deals, certainly BMV HMO deals. The reality is the market is in really short supply. So it's incredibly competitive. We're in a seller's market. Buyers aren't driving the market. Buyers aren't driving prices. And so there's not a huge amount of motivation in the market because sellers know that they're likely to find a buyer for their property and sellers are pushing their luck a bit and agents are and people are getting behind that. And so the tables have turned a little bit. And in the HMO market, that's already really competitive, particularly if you look at prime student markets or prime city centre locations that you might use for professional accommodation, it's really tough. It's really, really competitive. And there are very few people who are disposing of properties because they genuinely need to, because they're actually motivated to sell very, very quickly. And that is one of the single biggest drivers of somebody reducing the price, reducing the price to sell it very quickly. And that would be a BMV deal. If actually on the open market, under normal selling circumstances, that property would sell for a higher value, then you can say that, yeah, at that particular price, at that reduced price point, it does represent a below market value deal. But there are so few of them 
because of that reason that people just don't need to tell people aren't motivated. Nobody's really feeling the pinch of anything that's happened. And so it's very tough to find those deals. But I want you to start thinking about things differently. And I've had to start thinking about things radically different. A lot of what I buy is really, really prime, very, very competitive. And I've had to start thinking about BMV in a different way. I've had to start really, really, really focusing on what I can do to the property to add value. And it was always a fact, it was always a feature, but I would always still look for that discount at the front end as well. Now that that front end discount seems to have all but dried up, having to really focus on what's happening at the back end and look for opportunities, look for methods of adding value or look for reasons why somebody might value that property higher at the back end because of something that I can do. And so what I've been doing is really focusing on that and actually looking at what I potentially would or could pay to make the deal work with all of that work considered and then consider any reduction below that upper value that I would pay as a discount. If I can see that that's less than I would actually be prepared to pay, if someone is prepared to sell slightly below what I'd be prepared to buy at, then I'm considering that to be a BMV deal for me. And I think that this highlights a really important point. And and this is sort of the conclusion I've come through over the the past six, seven months, kind of going through this process and trying to work it and trying to find deals. I think a BMV deal now is different for all of us. A BMV deal for me might be different for you, might be different for somebody else. We've got to be really, really confident about what it is we're trying to achieve, what we know we can achieve from the deal and stack everything up on its own merit. We've all got our own costs of finance. We've all got our own methods of doing certain things, extracting the highest rents, making the most use of floor space, taking advantage of hybrid commercial virus and things like that. And I think we've got to start stacking our own deals up and looking at purchase values against our own benchmark. So for me, I'm starting to look at BMV in a totally different light. If I can see something is available at a price below what I'd actually pay for it at my upper level, then I'm really considering that the new BMV. And I know that's kind of a convoluted way of thinking about it, quite a strange concept. But in this market, what else can we do when there are so few genuinely discounted deals because nobody needs to sell and there's so few things hitting the market, what do we do? We can't just moan and sulk and bury our head in the sand. We've got to get proactive. We've got to find alternatives. We've got to focus on what we can do, what we can control, as opposed to what we can't control. And we can't control that bit. So while I found it incredibly frustrating, like so frustrating, it's unbelievable I've actually found that by focusing my efforts on that, I'm starting to see more things. I've been able to view more things. I've been having more conversations. I've been analysing more deals. I've actually bought more because of that. And I think the other thing that we've got to remember is buying property isn't all about BMV. It was great when there were loads of BMV deals out there. It helps us recycle capital quickly. But just because that has changed and we need to change our expectation around that doesn't mean that property and the opportunities in property have changed. In fact, what we're seeing at the other end of this is if you are buying and holding property, that the values are rocketing at the minute and actually rents, depending on where you are, are rocketing as well. So I suppose it's a double-edged sword. It's difficult to find good deals at the front end, but also we're finding more opportunity at the back end, more money to be made at the back end. And who knows how long that will continue for. But I think as an investor, particularly buying HMOs, when we're thinking long-term, 
it's probably time to start taking our focus off BMV and actually start focusing on how we can add value and what the long-term outlook of the property, the investment that we're buying is going to look like. So I suppose, let let me go back to the, the original question. Do BMV HMOs still exist? Right now, honestly, I'm not seeing many examples. I'm going to say, no, they don't right now. Will they come back? Will BMV come back at some point? Yes, it will. It will come back as the market goes through its cycle and some sellers end up under distress and have to sell. But right now, I'm not seeing enough of that to really tell you guys that there are BMV deals out there. But what I am telling you is that you can start looking at things from a slightly different angle. You can be more creative, more objective about adding value, about making it work at the back end, create your own benchmarks, and then consider anything that is cheaper than you would be prepared to pay as below market value. I think if you look at things that way, you'll find that there are actually more opportunities out there. In fact, there's probably a number of opportunities right under your very own nose. And this was what happened to me. This is the realisation that came to me. And I suppose that is why I'm recording this episode today. So was this a helpful episode? Was it an educational episode? Was this just a rant? I still don't know. <laughs> but either way, I hope it's got you to think a little bit differently about BMV and if you're getting put off or frustrated because you just can't see good values at the minute, if everything's looking overly expensive at the minute, that's okay. Just focus on whether value is in the deal for you and look for a reduction on what you would be prepared to pay at the top end, top whack. If you can get anything less than that, then consider it BMV and have faith that the market is going to work in your favour. That's it for today's episode of the HMO Podcast. Thank you again for joining me. Don't forget that I'm on hand in the HMO community over on Facebook. It's our free group. So come on over and ask any questions you've got. You'll find the guidance and support from me and our community members. They're always on hand to help you. I'll be right back here next time in the same place for another instalment of the HMO Podcast. Podcast.